Hello there. You're listening to the Box Office Show. I'm Ryan Hill. And I'm Dylan Johnson. Today we're going to be talking about the box office numbers from last weekend and our box office predictions for this upcoming weekend. And we will be bringing back the Oscars draft for the 2023 season. In this episode, we will be making our picks for that Oscars draft. Very exciting. All right, we're going to start off with some news here. Of course, the biggest news that's happened in the day since we last recorded. The Super Mario Bros. trailer got released. Wow. Sure did. It Thoughts, sure Ryan? Thoughts? It, it looks know, great, animation. doesn't it? Yeah, the animation looks good. It's illumination, so it's mm-hmm. not too big of a surprise. Of course. Uh, but the talk of the town is Chris Pratt's voice as Mario. And they had promised when they announced them, they were like, guys, we're working hard on the voice. It's not going to be just his regular voice. We're going to do something special, something like you've never heard. And then it turned out to just be his voice. <laughs> I don't understand why. The Have you seen Mario actor is alive. Why didn't they I know. just use him? It's a good ass question. Have you seen the French dub of the trailer? I did. And it's so much. It better. sounds great. It just sounds like French Mario. Exactly. I don't know why when we had an actual English-voiced Mario, why we didn't just use him. We have the OG. Why are we bringing in Chris Pratt? You could have, you already had a stack cast for everyone else. Just give us the main man, Mario. His voice is iconic. We don't need to change that up. I was hoping we would see Charlie Day as Luigi, too. I know. We caught a glimpse of him, but we didn't hear him. Yeah. Sadly. Disappointing. But yeah, Jack Black as Bowser, we got to hear him, and he sounds great. So. Yeah. He's going to have songs, too, I guess. Oh, really? songs. Yeah. Then that is awesome. Because he's yeah. got a great singing voice as well. Of course. But yeah, after that, another piece of news, Knives Out 2, which, of course, is going to Netflix around Christmas time because the deal that they made with Ryan Johnson for all the Knives Out sequels. However, the, it will get a limited release in about 600 theaters on Thanksgiving week, which Hopefully, is good that at least we'll be in theaters but i don't yeah, know why but, they wouldn't given a like actual theatrical release because it was huge the original was a big hit so oh, i know we we had this argument already about streaming versus the theaters we we, we you go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear more but exactly. uh yeah i'm i'm glad that they're doing that because i would rather see it in theaters and uh exactly. i hope there it'll be in a theater near me mm-hmm. i'm sure also Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, come on. There's so many theaters around here. (laughs) In other news, Sony acquires rights to Tarzan, and they are now working on a new movie. Do you think it's going to be dark and gritty like the Alexander Skarsgård one, or do you think it'll be more lighthearted and fun like the animated one? That's a good question. All that they have said is that they're just going to update it for a modern audience. And beyond that, we know nothing else. I think whichever approach they take, it's probably not going to work out. No, because the last movie with Skarsgård, who, I mean, if you wanted a guy to play Tarzan, he's like the best fit. I don't know who else are going to yeah. get to get in that role. I mean, he um, was shredded. He absolutely he a, was. He had a 12 pack, I think. <laughs> exactly. It was ridiculous. Still didn't go to the theaters to look at it. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to work out, but, you know, they're trying. They're going to do a spin on it. We'll see how it works. It reminds me of like the Pinocchio things. We've had three. Pinocchios, I think, in the past two years. So I I feel like it's a story that it's so classic, so well ingrained in people's minds that and whatever spin you try and put on it, I don't know if it's enough to really attract much attention. Although Dotoro's, which is coming out later this year, obviously because he's such a filmmaking talent, that one at least does pique my interest, but me too. Yeah. And last but not least, community, the beloved sitcom is getting a movie six seasons in a movie <laughs> exclusively on peacock it's a peacock original but you know what good enough i'll take it i'll subscribe mm-hmm. to peacock for a month so i can watch the community movie six seasons in a movie you got it you finally got it you're a big fan of community so i am Huge. very happy for you that you're able to finally get that the prophecy mm. is fulfilled yeah i hope it's i hope it's really good i mean i'm assuming it will be 
Mm-hmm. But you I know, know they're they're trying to get people back, right? Like Donald Glover and all them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna bring everybody back. I just after after Arrested Development, the Netflix seasons came out. I'm mm-hmm. not the most hopeful when it comes to taking my favorite shows and doing more with them decades later. Right. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it will be good. Now for our box office breakdown for September 30th to October 2nd. In the first place was Smile with $22 million, which is the biggest opening of September. It beat out Don't Worry Darling and The Woman King, despite being much smaller in budget and no big stars attached to it. And that makes it another win for the horror genre. Of course, The Black Phone earlier this year made a bunch of money. It, made, it opened to around the same Barbarian mm-hmm. we've talked about the past few weeks. Also open to a surprisingly um, good double-digit opening, and then it has still stayed pretty good in its holds uh, through the following weeks. So, yeah, low-budget horror genre making, it is still doing quite well. I'm always surprised. I'm always surprised when I, to see that. I don't know why. I just, you know, you see the trailers for Smile, and you see all the advertisements, and you're like, man, who's going to go see that? And then they blow it out of the water like this. I know, yeah. People just love like a, these these cheesy horror movies. They sure do. People keep yeah. going to see them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Smile on top of the charts this week. Yeah. The In second place was Don't Worry Darling with $6.8 million. Right up there with it, The Woman King was $6.8 million. After that was Avatar with $5 million for its re-release. In its debut week, Bros comes in fifth place with $4.8 million. So very tragic, and of course, mm-hmm. Billy Eichner has commented on that um, and the frustration around it, with you know people not going to see a gay love story. However, I think that is obviously a part of it. But in contrast to the horror genre and low budget horror filmmaking, rom coms they are just not a successful genre anymore at the theaters. No. Very few of them come out, and very few of them are successful. I think Crazy Rich Asians is the most successful in probably the past decade yeah so yeah and that was a big blowout hit um, but it seems to be more of an anomaly because a lot because netflix it's like thriving there's a new one like every other week and a bunch of people are watching it but yeah it seems like it's shifted now to be instead of something you have to go see in the theaters to something that you can just wait for it on streaming or just watch netflix's version of it that comes out every other week yeah after Bros was Pony and Selvin with four million, mm-hmm. Barbarian two point eight million, Bullet Train one point three million, DC League of Super Pets one point two million, and Top Gun Maverick still holding on in the tenth spot with one point one million. Might be the last week. It might I'll be see it in the top ten. That's crazy. But lastly, throughout the entire summer, leading into the fall, into the spooky season. So of course, crazy. What's funny run. is that even if it's gone. It'd be funny to see it come back again. <laughs> Have a slow weekend and Top Gun Maverick hits the top five again. That'd be wild. It's true. It could happen. There's yeah, completely believable. And then now for our box office predictions for October 7th to the 9th. Amsterdam and Lyle Lyle Crocodile is coming out. Amsterdam from David O. Russell with the stacked cast. Margot Robbie, Christian Bale, um, Robert David De Niro, Washington, John David Washington whole bunch of people in there um so what do you think this film will open to i think this and lyle Lyle crocodile are both looking at like sub 10 million each maybe like maybe like 8 million for lyle lyle and like 6 million for amsterdam gotcha yeah i would say around very low six to seven million for amsterdam lyle Lyle, crocodile i don't know i mean it's an (laughs) animated Crocodile voiced by Sean Mendez and it's a musical type thing. So it's The Crocodile is Sean Mendez. Yes, you didn't know that? No. I kinda wish I didn't. <laughs> so it's now I kinda wanna see it. You wanna see it? When I saw the trailer, I was like, oh boy. Um so yeah, something geared towards families. I'm a kids. crocodile. Um so yeah, I don't know. Again, that's a genre that you can bring your kids out and so that can buff uh you know beef up the numbers because it's a whole bunch of tickets being bought at once um so i don't know i would say maybe nine million 
maybe it cracks 10 million but yeah i agree with you it's probably looking like sub 10 million yeah and smile based on its hold will probably still be number one yeah for sure it'll, be, it'll make like 12 13 no yeah. maybe like 10 maybe it's 10 12 13 yeah probably around there yeah yeah <laughs> like, in that range. Like, like 10 maybe like 10 <laughs> maybe like 12 maybe even 13 anyway now it's time for the main event the oscars draft for 2023 now of course we'll go over the rules again the rules haven't changed for this one unlike the the other box draft. draft yeah the other draft the other the namesake draft, draft box office yeah. draft. The, the the nfl draft and so we each are going to get five picks we're going to go one by one based off of a coin toss and we are picking movies so that each movie will get one point for every nomination and three points for every win most points wins very simple Easy to understand. Are you ready, Ryan? Yeah, before we do the coin flip, I do mm. want to reflect on last year's draft because we picked oh, great. our five before any of the festivals have happened, mm -hmm. which I thought it was fun to do that just because we have no idea of the reception of any of these films. They could be great, they could be masterpieces, or they could be horrible. Mm -hmm. And so we picked them without knowing. We certainly never saw any of them, but we also didn't even know initial reactions from people who have seen them at festivals or premieres or whatnot mm -hmm. so it was pretty fun to do that um but clearly we saw in the results how that can make mess things up because some films that were in our rosters didn't even get nominated and some that we thought were going to be huge ended up not getting very many nominations at all so yeah our expectations were definitely flipped and then, of course, neither of us even had the eventual Best Picture winner, Coda, in our roster. Wow. So we'll see if this time around we'll be able to choose the actual Best Picture winner. I think we will, but... I think for sure we will. You never know. There could be some underdog that sneaks through and wins it all, and we never even knew and didn't yep. even pick it for I'm still mad I didn't pick Drive My Car. I know. Yeah, this time I'm going with my heart. Go for it. Do yeah. it. Well, had you, you hadn't even seen Drive My Car at that point, had you? No, but I knew I would have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so this time around, uh, it's a little later in the you know, festival season, so we do have some reactions. So based on what research we did, we might be in tune to those. So mm -hmm. some films we could maybe have crossed off. Other films, certainly one particular film we're both going to be vying for. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yep. Are you ready, Ryan? I'm about to flip the coin. Make a call. So you have it. Let me see the coin. I'm going to see it. Oh, I'm using the app on Google. Oh, really? <laughs> but I can I can record it for to for fairness to avoid cheating if you don't trust me. I can <laughs> yeah, record it on Snapchat, Snapchat video. <laughs> and I'll send you the Snapchat video. Put it on ready? our socials. The yeah, ma big make coin your, flip. <laughs> yeah, make your call. Make your call. Um, I'm going to go Tails. It's heads. Woo! <laughs> Idiot. Oh my god. That I'm sending it to you now. Third <laughs> coin flip in a row that I've lost. Man, I'm gonna roll. There was there was a thing I was thinking about when I was like just had for some free time. I remembered this I was thinking about the coin toss and I was remembered this bit on uh How I Met Your Mother where uh what was his name? Regis Philbin had a TV show called Coin Toss. And the whole yeah. bit of it is that you flip a coin and you have to guess what it is. And then you bet uh -huh. money on that to get more and more money. And Jason Siegel's on the couch watching it. And, she, and the woman bets head and, and he goes, Tails! It's almost always Tails! I just thought that was funny. Well, unfortunately, he was wrong in this. He game. was wrong. Yeah. All right. So I guess I get to make my first pick. God, I wonder what it's going to be. This is an atrocity. God. What am I going to pick? All right, I think I'm gonna go for a wild card here. I'm gonna pick The Fablemans by Steven wow, Spielberg. Who? Yeah, what are the odds? I never heard of that. What is that film? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, you are going for an underdog. God dang it! All right, what's your first pick, Ryan? My first pick is Babylon. Really? I'm yes, surprised. Sir. All right, what is your? In next that case, pick? I'm gonna sweep up Avatar. Interesting. He's going for. I'm gonna take it from you. 
Now we okay. can both root for it. <laughs> Indeed. My next selection will be Women Talking. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good pick. You know what? I think I p- picked two pretty good movies so far. I think I have two. I'm more confident now. So I'm going to go a little bit farther down my list to pick one that I'm not so completely sure about because I have a personal attachment to it and I would like it in my roster rather than your roster or no roster at all. I'm going to go with Everything Everywhere All at Once. Gotcha. I am going to do a similar thing and choose Top Gun Maverick. It was on my list too, but it was at the bottom. Wow. Hey, let me write it down. All right. Jeez. We're really getting in there, aren't we? All right. I'm going to go with the Banshees of Inisherin. Dang it. Bitch. <laughs> I wanted that blushy one. Uh, okay. I will go with. Let's see if you know this film. Tar. I'm sure I do. I do know Tar. It was just, That was right below Banshees of Inisherin, too. I was about to pick it. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. My last pick. Man. You know what? I'm betting it all. I'm betting it all. I'm Brendan Fraser. I'm going with the whale. God dang it. Why do you have to win the coin toss? This sucks. <laughs> this, this is sucks. great. Well, um, everything on my list has been taken except one movie. I want to see if you take it or you pick a different one. Yeah, there's three alternates that I have at the ends there. I didn't know which one's going to pick. So I was hoping you're going to pick some stupid film that wouldn't end up making anything. And I'd be like, nice. So I get to just pick from my nine that I had selected. But now, I don't know. Each of these are such a risk. Yeah. I, I mean, I just don't know. But we'll get into the rationale. It's an interesting mm-hmm. pick. But sure. I think it'll pan out. I'm going to go with Elvis. You know what's funny? What's that? That was the last movie on my list. <laughs> Dang, we had like all, the same list. All again. 10 movies on the 10 movies I picked got picked one by one. That's incredible. Amazing. What were your other two alternates? Uh, Black Panther mm-hmm. and All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, that's a good pick. That is a good pick. War movies. Yeah. The war movies are big. I didn't even then... think about it. Yeah, Wakanda Forever, just because the original Black Panther got so much. And if yeah. if they deliver, it's got such a good narrative that they'd probably give it a picture again. They'd give it mm-hmm. a costume, probably a song, whatever yeah. song is going to end up being in there. So, yeah. You know, I told you beforehand that I wasn't very confident going into this draft. Which I don't know why, because I told you. Going into it, I said, I really feel like it's going to be based on a coin toss because I really think the Fablemans is going to sweep nominations and wins. Like in a lot right. of categories, as you also think is going to happen. I mean, it's Steven Spielberg's like swan song, and there's not too much competition from what I can see. So I think Steven is going to just take it all, unless some of these just blow my mind. And like, it could be another year. It's either Steven Spielberg's going to sweep, or it's going to be a year where bits and pieces go to every single movie. Like, I don't think any other movie could possibly sweep other than Steven Spielberg. So obviously, The Fablemans is the one you want to go for. And so I was like, if he takes Fablemans, I just. I don't know if I can get enough bits and pieces to beat it. Like, so to me, it was down to a coin toss. And then I won the coin toss, which was great. So I got the Fablemans. And then I was like, now he's going to take Avatar for the technicals. And then you didn't. So then great. I took Avatar for the technicals, which I think well, is great. We'll talk about the rationale. It does oh, pain my heart that you're making me root against Avatar. I didn't want to. I really thought you would take it. And I, I was fully willing to let you just be full Avatar ticket. But... Well, we'll I mean, talk hey, about man. why I didn't, because they did the same strategy of my Dune strategy, which paid off so mm-hmm. well. So again, this is me going with both my heart, but then also uh, we'll talk about why I think Babylon will clean up. I really um, like my list, too. I really like the movies that are on my list. I'm very satisfied with, even if well, I yeah. don't win, I'm I'm happy with the picks I made. I think the nine were solid uh, for sure. And then, yeah, it could have been anything else for the 10. It's hard to know just because... Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen Wakanda Forever yet. How that fares, all quiet hasn't come out yet. So. I also, I also would have gone for Elvis just because of costumes, sound design, and then also best actor. It's very possible he could beat Brendan Fraser, 
Exactly. Who knows? But he will at least definitely get a nomination. So it was worth Elvis, I think, was a good pick. They could also get a writing nomination, which wouldn't surprise me, or even a directing nomination for Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, I doubt those, but yeah. I doubt it, but it wouldn't be like mind blowing if that did happen. Okay, so let's go through each of the picks and talk about what we expect the nominations Mm -hmm. to be. So, with and the wins, possible wins. So, Mm -hmm. Fableman's obviously director, picture, writer. It's getting Best Actress nomination Mm -hmm. for Michelle Williams. She would have won supporting, but you know, so you just lost three points for her trying to buy for Best Actress. Yeah, but Um, who could beat her though? Woman talking, I guess. This actress is stacked. So yeah, yeah. It could Viola be, Davis. Viola Davis is there. Um, oh, I. Deadween, Deadweiler, Deline. Some mm-hmm. I forget her first. I know. She, yeah, I know. The she, actress yeah. for Till. Yeah, has been getting great reception for her performance. There's of course Margot Robbie. Oh yeah, um, and then anyone in Women Talking. So yeah, there's a bunch of. Fair people that could come in and take it from Michelle Williams, and mm-hmm. what's rooting against Michelle Williams is she's just a supporting role. She's definitely yeah. not the lead in that film, so that'll sure. damage her ability to win. I would say. Yeah, but there's also other supporting male characters that could get nominations, like Paul Dano or Judd Hirsch. So I'm right. I'm banking on getting some nominations for that as well. And also, uh, let me look at some of the the technicals it could be winning here because I did a very brief. <laughs> research in this i just knew fablemans would be the one to go for no matter what for sure it's getting a score nomination for john yeah, williams the of same course. way you know it's the swan song for spielberg and him perhaps the um, cinematography nomination for janus kaminsky yeah it'll very likely get production design and costumes mm-hmm. since it's period yeah. piece exactly um, could get hair and makeup i don't see it that much though mm-hmm. maybe sounds because it'll play around with like filmmaking stuff and the magic mm-hmm. of it so it could sneak in there but Again, not necessarily a guarantee like some of the others. And then there's always the option for best editing Yeah, as well. I think it's just going to sneak in a lot of nominations. I don't know about wins, but certainly it'll be stacked in the nominations. Uh, yeah. So I put it at in the range of 12 to 24 points. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, See, I probably should have done that. should have probably made a range of points that it could possibly fall into. I didn't. I just felt it out. But I think I came out on top this time. Yeah, I have a range for points for all of them. For- what I think that's so probably we'll the smart and... way to do it, and I didn't do it. So, explain to me Babylon. So, yeah, Babylon. Here's the deal. Yeah. In the same way that I was very confident Dune would at the least uh, get a bunch of tech nominations, Babylon, I think, is almost guaranteed to do that, and it has a good shot at winning a lot of those. Sure. But in contrast to Dune, it also is very likely to get a bunch of above the line nominations. And again, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to win any of them, but. Yeah. It still has a shot. Like, it's a very good shot because Chazelle, yeah. obviously, coming off, like, he is an uh, Oscar winning director. For sure. Um, so, and then, yeah, he's just going to be making a film that's about Hollywood. So, mm-hmm. Hollywood loves that stuff. It's a period piece, 1920s Hollywood. So, yeah, it'll be, I think, a film that is going to cater to the Academy in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. So, Absolutely. I see picture, director, screenplay, score, sound, because it's dealing with like the silent film era, mm-hmm. transitioning away from that. Cinematography, actor for um, Diego Calva, best actress for Margot Robbie, supporting actor for Brad Pitt, costumes, production design, hair and makeup, and editing. Those are all the nominations I think it'll get. I think it's a lock for costumes, most likely. Cinematography as well, and then score. Because again, I think um, Josh Hurwitz has won twice. Mm -hmm. So, and the theme that was playing in the trailer, I I already think is quite good, so. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll get that nomination and he has a very good shot at winning. And then, again, you get all the actors could come in. I think Margot Robbie probably has the best chance, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, at least the nominations for each of those. And then, again, if it turns out to be incredible, because we don't know any of the reactions yet, but it could be Fair. amazing. It could be like a return to form for La La Land um, since First Man wasn't uh, received that well by the mm-hmm. Academy. didn't get many nominations. Um, but this one could be a massive return to form and they'll maybe end up giving him some wins personally if yeah. it's able to be incredible. So yeah, I see a range of like 13 to 22 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, my next pick was Avatar. I think that kind of almost speaks for itself. I mean, well, it's guaranteed to get 
visual effects for undoubtedly. sure undoubtedly it's definitely going to get a lot of technical nominations like the first film did uh editing uh not score well maybe score uh cinematography sound design sound editing things like that maybe even production design which wouldn't make any sense but they could do it like for the live action sets that they do right but the original did get it got like editing cinematography production design exactly yeah i think sound although it, uh-huh. there were two categories for sound so i probably got at least one of them um and then yeah. it got picture and director i'm not yeah. sure but again i hate rooting against avatar and my man james cameron is never doubt him but yeah it's less likely this time around that best picture director will he'll be sure. in the race for that but, but it's, it's definitely, definitely possible. possible i think best yeah. picture it will get More a nomination so. for i mean you've got 10 movies that are going to get nominated potentially eight to ten movies i think avatar will get thrown up there just for at the very least to say hey it's avatar right yeah so so i think it's i think it's almost guaranteed a nomination for best picture i don't think it'll win at all and then i think it is possible for it to get best director though pretty unlikely and i don't think it's going to get a script nomination but also you never know mm-hmm. Yeah, most likely not. Um, but yeah, cinematography would be interesting just because mm-hmm. this field doesn't seem as packed as last year. Like there were mm-hmm. a lot of great contenders. This one doesn't seem to be as stacked in that category. So it could sneak in for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, with all the like blockbuster filmmaking, the sound and editing could definitely get through. Yeah, um, yeah I had it at a range of seven to 10 points and it was on my list. And of course, I would have loved to snagged it. Of course you would. But yeah, there were other ones like Babylon that just seemed like it made more sense. Fair. Now, Women Talking. Indeed. So this one, again, is mostly going to be concentrated around the Above the Line stuff. The performances, for sure, are going to get a Best Actress nomination. We're going to get two Supporting Actress nominations for Jesse Buckley, Claire Foy. One of them will win. Adapted screenplay, very likely a win because mm-hmm. this is just a very talky film. So it's going to be <laughs> like certainly geared towards that um, and played to the screenplay category. Um, best score because Hilder Gotanadir or whatever her name is, sure. who did Joker and won for that. She's doing the score for this. Mm-hmm. So I think she'll get another nomination for that. Sarah Pauly for director. Best mm-hmm. Picture, and then there's others that could come in. There could be a supporting actor role for Ben mm-hmm. Wishaw. Could get Best Editing, because again, if it's supposed to be like a chamber piece, um, how are you going to build up that momentum and content, uh, and that pacing? It's going to come through the editing, so I could see that get a nomination for being one of the more understated types of editing. And then also production mm-hmm. design as well. I'm assuming that whatever room they're in is going to be visually interesting and motivated by a lot of the themes and the character stuff so mm-hmm. i could see that getting production design as well so i have it at 10 to 16 points okay my next pick was everything everywhere all at once this is of course more of a my heart kind of movie to pick you know i don't think it's gonna win much i don't even know if it'll be nominated much but i have a feeling it is definitely a contender for production design costuming Special effects, nominations, that is. It's not going to win special effects. We all know that. It's going to be Avatar. Come right. on. But, yeah, it, it has a possibility to, to get a nomination for those, a couple other technicals, perhaps cinematography. And I think it does have a possibility to get a writing nomination, and I think it has a possibility to get an acting nomination for Michelle Yell. Not, not 100%, but I think it's certainly possible. Right. So this one, it's interesting that you're like more hesitant on it. It could always go either way because it is For sure. a film that came out way earlier and it's mm-hmm. definitely um, like it's pushing the boundaries of what the tastes would be of the Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, in recent years, the Academy has expanded and I mean, mm-hmm. fans and critics alike adored it. Yeah. So it's just, will they be able to reignite all that passion yeah. in the award season? I think they can because Michelle Yeoh was going around at festivals recently you know, to show that She's there. She's kicking. She's in the running for Best Actress. So um, keeping her in everyone's minds. So I think unless it gets shut out completely, mm-hmm. I think it'll it certainly get a few. Get a lot of nominations. I think yeah. more than you expect. I think it's Best Picture. Could be really? Best Director. We'll see. Really? But I think Original Screenplay is almost a lock. 
I think best yeah, editing is also up. Best actress, oh, yeah, I right. think, will happen. I think best supporting actor, Kiki Kwan, will happen. Oh, maybe. Oh, I hope so. That'd be so nice. I didn't even think about it. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. And again, I think they have good chances. I don't think Michelle Yeoh will win. No. But it would be an amazing like narrative to have. It would be an amazing celebration. Be a and great same victory. thing for Kiki Kwan. Like they both have great stories for mm-hmm. um like their campaigns. So they could work well. The editing, of course, is amazing. Mm-hmm. The VFX, like you said, is amazing, but it will not be able to beat out Avatar. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think screenplay has a very good shot at winning as well. Yeah. So again, it's either it'll be shut out completely, or if it does get in nominations, it's gonna be so strong that I think it'll pick up a few wins here and there. Mm-hmm. So I have it at seven to nineteen points. Yeah, it's a heavy hitter. It is. Yeah. Now hit me with the uh, Top Gun. Hit me with it. Oh, Top Gun Maverick, a huge blockbuster film. We know that at least in recent years they will allow one to two blockbusters in the best picture race. Um, and so while Avatar, I think, certainly can be one of those. Top Gun Maverick seems like it's a lock for that because it was just so incredibly successful. The filmmaking is amazing, and it's hearkening back to a certain time of blockbuster filmmaking that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But the way that they were able to capture all those action scenes, all the dogfighting, actually putting like six different cameras in each plane and flying these mofos around, yeah, it's just technically so sound that I think they'll want to recognize it. And then also because it was such a huge hit, it's kind of undeniable in that sense. So best pick, I think they'll give a nod to it for that. Mm-hmm. And then I think for sound, for editing, and for song, I think it has an incredible chance at winning each of these. Yeah, Editing is almost a lock because, again, editing tends to go to like... Sure, um, yeah. 100%. Big flashy editings, but if there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of action going on, how do you make that cohesive? And they've talked about how there was just hundreds and hundreds of hours of footage of them in the planes and mm-hmm. they had to take that and put it into something that made sense um for the general audience and it works completely like you never yeah, go lost. And again that's why like the original top gun is hard to follow things top mm-hmm. of maverick you were completely aware of where each plane was in the sky absolutely where they were in relation to each other that's extremely difficult so i think the editing will get a nomination for sure i think it'll win I think sound again for that same thing. Mm-hmm. Sound is it just puts you in such a good experience, and yeah, all those yeah. sounds of like the planes going by and passing each other and all that. So nomination for sure, I think it'll win. And then best song, it's hard to tell because songs are always weird, and then films can always just put songs at the very end of the credits, and somehow they'll get like a nominated dumb. for it. I think it's dumb too. But other than whatever Wakanda Forever does for their soundtrack, there's no other major heavy hitter songs that i was able to find as of yet and then it's lady gaga of course it was integral to mm-hmm. the um film again they like put it at the end of the movie but the actual theme from the song got incorporated into the score itself so because of that i think maybe you know the melody the way it was able to be not just its own song which got kind of big not huge um yeah. But that'll obviously help it since it was like sort of mainstream. And then because it was integrated into the actual score mm-hmm. um, and became like the sort of love melody for this particular film, yeah. I think it has like actual story reasons for being a nomination instead of, again, just one of those songs that gets put at the very end and, oh, it's a catchy, cool song, so it'll get nominated. So, yeah, I think it absolutely is getting a nomination. I think it can win as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that is my rationale. I don't think it's going to get too many of the texts it could mm-hmm. again the field isn't um stacked for cinematography so it could get in that it's not going to get things like costumes or production design but i think the categories that mm-hmm. it will get nominated for it has an incredible chance of winning so yeah that's why it went ahead and chose that it's a good pick thank you now i picked banshees of anishirin <laughs> which i'm like, so glad i, I got do well. it will do, do well. so well i think it's Mark McDonough, so I think a writing nomination is locked in and a Best Picture nomination is locked in. I think Colin Farrell as a Best Actor nomination is also locked in, and I think Brendan Gleeson's Supporting Actor nomination is possible. I mm-hmm. think costuming, set design, those are all potential. I think hair and makeup is potential. I mean, it's a period piece in like very rural ancient Ireland, so sweeping those technicals as for nominations is 
easily, easily possible. I think cinematography is a possible nomination. I think it will do a lot as far as nominations go. I feel like it probably won't win a thing. <laughs> It'll be one of those that doesn't win. I feel I like... Have a feeling. Unless, yeah. unless I watch it and it's brilliant, I feel like it, it, the only thing I could see it possibly winning is screenplay if it really is done well. Because Martin McDonough usually cleans up pretty well in the writing categories because he, I, in my opinion, is a very talented, talented writer. And so mm-hmm. like he does usually do well in those categories, but he doesn't usually stand out in anything like directing or picture or whatnot, except for uh, three billboards at the Golden Globes, I guess. But I mean... It's possible. It's always possible. I think nominations are completely in the bag for the Banshees of Anisha, and I think I could get probably seven or eight points out of it for nominations alone, and I don't know if I'll get any wins, but I still think it's a heavy hitter. Yeah, I think Best Actor with Colin Farrell, I think he's one of the front runners for it, and then yeah. same with Supporting Actor Brendan Gleeson. I think mm-hmm. he is a lock for a nomination, and he's very okay. possible going to win. I think Supporting Actress, I've heard Carrie Condon as well being mm. floated, so she could get it. For best score, Carter Burwell. Um, oh yeah, I'm I do love Carter already. Burwell. So that could be one there. I didn't see much on like the production design. But again, of course, we haven't seen it yet, but I haven't heard too much about that particularly or the costumes. So I don't know if it'll get in for that. Again, cinematography always good, just because the field is um, low vacant this year. But mm-hmm. I agree, original screenplay is a lock for a nomination. Could very well win. I think Best Picture is going to get nominated, especially if it gets that screenplay nomination. Um, and then it always could sneak into director. I guess it works well for you because it's either going to be the Daniels or mm-hmm. um, Martin McDonough. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think it's a good pick. Hit me with that tar. Hit me with that tar. Tar. So tar. this one, which I'm, this has quickly become one of the most anticipated films for me for the oh, me too honestly oscar season because it sounds great it's got kate yeah. blanchett in it of course who is fantastic amazing absolutely love her and she's also getting talked about as a potential best actress winner yeah People i mean saying she's now the it's kate runner. blanchett in a biopic it's fairly likely she'll win right so if you yeah. ask me I, I put her at the front over margot robbie if you ask me i just feel mm-hmm. like that's definitely in the bag yeah so undeniable nomination, very likely to win. So that'll guarantee the best picture. Could get best director for Todd Fields. Mm-hmm. Could get I best agree. score because again, it's dealing with like oh, a music yeah. conductor. So I'm like, you gotta get score. Come on, you got all the in score that, ones, man. I know. In the same, uh, in that same vein, it should get best sound because again, I'm hoping they're gonna do some interesting things with um, the sound design if it's mm-hmm. dealing with like a music conductor thing. And then best original screenplay, it'll also get. Mm-hmm. a nomination for that um it doesn't seem like it's going to win it but certainly will be among the uh nominees for it so that's like six to nine points i haven't heard much about the like supporting actors or actresses i've heard some things about the production design and costuming we'll see um but it so that could always get nominations for it mm-hmm. um, but yeah i'm even without that stuff i'm solid that these categories, actress, picture, director, score, sound, original screenplay, director, not so much, but the other ones, I feel like it's mm-hmm. got to be a shoe in for those. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Now, uh, my last pick was The Whale. It was lower on my list, but... It was low on my list too, but yeah, thinking about it now, I mean, Brendan Fraser... A lock, almost. For a nomination, for sure. nomination, undoubtedly. And, undoubtedly, yeah, and very almost well certainly going to win. I feel like it's very, very just the story he has backing him about his comeback and also the quality of the performance from what I've heard. It just seems very likely he'll win. Yeah, on top of that, praising it for sure. On top of that, makeup and hairstyling is a lock, one hundred percent. Yeah, because they love putting mofos in prosthetics. Yeah, and that is this entire film's yeah. shtick. So yeah, they're making gonna... Brendan Fraser morbidly obese. Like yes. that's a lock. So, so that's going to get nominated if, and probably yeah. win for sure. So that's four points there. Plus his nomination is another point and his pop probable win that gets me to eight points alone on the whale, which is pretty good because I'm, I'm fairly confident he's going to win best actor, like fairly, right. fairly confident. Uh, on top of that, you have a possibility for best adapted screenplay since it's based on a play. I think that's going to get a nomination. You have a possible you possibly have best picture just because there's not a lot of best picture nominees out there. I don't know if it'll get it, but. 
it's it's worth a shot if none of the big blockbusters like Top Gun Maverick get a slot. Uh, I think it's possible for set design since it's also in a prime like one location for, like uh, Women Talking, so it's possible it could get a set design nomination if it's done really well. I think Sadie Sink could get a supporting actress nomination, but I doubt it. It's possible. You never know. Right. Uh, overall, seen, I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I've seen Hong Chow getting mentioned more for the supporting actress, which really? is more likely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, as you pointed out, two guaranteed nominations very likely wins. As mm-hmm. for the rest of it, are not possible nominations. You know, his movies tend to be a little bit more inaccessible, a little more on the yeah, weird side. For sure. So it's possible that things like director and screenplay and picture maybe wouldn't be included, but. I would see pick and screenplay maybe nominations. Certainly mm-hmm. not wins for those, but it would yeah. be nominations. And then, of course, yeah, maybe a supporting actor. I think it's definitely going to be nominations. I, don't, I certainly yeah. don't think it'll be wins. But I don't think cinematography or production design, I don't think any of the technicals will get anything else. For I think production design is a possible, but I don't think cinematography or editing or any of that will get anything. Yeah. So, yeah, solid pick there. And then what that brings Last us to Last but not Elvis. least. Indeed. So this one... Oh, I hate that I had to pick between all the alternates. Yeah, it had to be picked. Yeah. But yeah, as we talked about, Austin Butler is almost certainly getting nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a very good chance at winning. Yeah. Right now, it's between him and uh, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. So sure. that's good. And then the costumes, Catherine Martin is the costume person for mm-hmm. that. She has won previously twice for you know her collaborations with Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, um, it could also it's be about, hair, yeah. hair and For makeup. Sure. Yeah, because um, they do do some like prosthetic stuff with both Tom Hanks and Elvis. So I think the whale is. I think the whale is. Well, it'll get nominated. I think Elvis, but oh, yeah, I think sure, the win the, will the go to the whale. Yeah, the whale. Um, it could get editing because it's very flashy editing. Tom um, Hanks, best get... supporting actor. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, That'd be crazy. It'd be great for me. I would disagree with the decision, but I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> sure. I guess he did deserve it. Um, and then, he, you know, his accent, it was actually genius. He knew what he was doing. So I'll get you a hundred Cadillacs. <laughs> so the the editing could get in there. And then sound, because again, it's a music biopic, could get in there for sound. Yeah. I doubt any of the other things, maybe production design, but again, that's mostly Best just- song for Doja Cat? No, <laughs> he ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> Anything that will boost its nominations, I'm down for. I also think it's funny that Warner Brothers has only this and the Batman to be pushing for Oscar stuff because Don't Worry Darling fell flat. Oh, yeah, they don't have anything else coming out, so they can really put all their you know ammunition into Elvis and try and boost that up. So I forgot I about the Batman. Yeah, the Batman, I think we'll see him at the Oscars. I think there will be some, like win. maybe one or two technicals. That's it. Yeah. Um, they could end up in makeup for the... Uh, oh, the Penguin. They do with the Penguin, yeah. Colin then, Farrell, Best Supporting Actor. I've seen what are you doing, no Spanish? <laughs> El Rata. El Rata. So, yeah, that could be that could be one. Um, but, yeah, so that is our... Our roster. That's our draft completed. On a scale so of one to ten, how confident are you? Again, I think I don't think it's gonna be a sweep for like the Fablemans in the same way that you were mentioning. I think it'll be very close, much closer than it was last year. Um, because I think all the ones that we mentioned, I think there's guaranteed nominations. I don't think we're gonna miss like any film is not getting any. Yeah. That would be crazy if there was. And if there was going to be any of them, I think Top Gun's probably the most likely to get snowed, but I, even I don't think that's going to happen. I disagree. I think Top Gun, it's guaranteed to get one. There's no way that it's not going to get nomination. It's then just maybe too big of a Elvis. movie, too well-loved. I think um, we're all good. We're going to get nominations for every movie this time. Elvis though, is guaranteed is nomination. The biggest one that oh, could get Austin, you're right. Everything, everywhere, all at once, just because it's such a different film. No. I don't think it will get snubbed because I think People do love it, and then I think yeah. the passion behind um, those filmmakers will come through. But that is the one that's most likely because it is much more of a Fair. frenetic, Fair. modern internet age type of film compared to all these other ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's mention some other films that could show up. You know, we did that mm-hmm. last year. We did of mention course. Coda. 
which was able to get in. So maybe Damn. one of these mentions will end up taking it all. So <laughs> there's Empire of Light from yeah. Sam Mendes. It's his Roma. Of course, Spielberg's Roma is going to be the one that I think gets most of the attention, but this could always sneak through. It's got Olivia Coleman. She's probably getting a nomination for it. Roger Deakins could get a cinematography for it. So Empire of Light is one to look at. Mm-hmm. We mentioned Till um, for Best Actress. We, let's see, She Said, which is about the Harvey Weinstein thing. Yep. Seems very Oscar baity. Could come through. Like Bombshell. Um, exactly. And yeah, Bombshell was able to pick up some nominations. Yeah, of course. So She Said could do the same thing. Uh, let's see, Triangle of Sadness could come uh, through. Yeah. It that was on my list for a little door. bit, but then I was like, I don't really want it. <laughs> I've seen Glass Onion being floated about, like I have too. Screenplay and some other technicals. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see that. I don't know if that will actually I, pan out. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Um, let's see, Decision to Leave as one of the international films that could get in. Of course, in recent times, we've seen that be the case more often. Parasite. Uh, drive my car so either decision to leave or all quiet on the western front mm-hmm. could have been those selections and again all quiet on the western front because of all the technicals it could get like costume sound for sure editing for sure since it's a war film um, production design it could get foreign picture which of course is a special nomination and potential win um, that you get with like the foreign films so that could be one that does get quite a few nominations a handful at least mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we'll have to see the actual reception. And then, of course, Wakanda Forever could be for a variety of things of like song, production design, costume design, mm. sound, VFX, and then yeah. maybe Best Picture if they love it enough. So that could also get a handful. Yeah. All right. I guess that's that's it. I'm pretty confident. I'm going to I'm going to go all out this year and I'm actually going to see every movie that's potentially going to get nominated and when they all get nominated and go back into theaters, I'm going to watch all the ones I missed. I really want to be caught up this year because the past few years I've only seen like maybe a handful of the movies that were nominated, the ones I really wanted to see, but honestly, all of these do sound good. And also they do, Elvis yeah. is here, but I've already seen <laughs> Elvis. already seen, yeah. Yeah. We've seen God. a couple more already, but yeah, I am interested in all of the yeah. contenders that we picked on a draft and yeah, all the other ones I mentioned, I am mm-hmm. certainly interested in. So yeah. Thankfully, like the past few years, I've been the opposite of you. I have seen pretty much mm-hmm. all of them. Um, and I'd like to continue that trend yeah. this year. Because, yeah, it does seem like a nice batch of films that we got. Yeah. But, yeah. Did you ever watch so, Blonde? Yes, I did. I didn't. I haven't watched it yet. It's amazing that two months ago, Blonde would have been up on our list for like makeup and hairstyling and best actress and potentially best mm-hmm. writing and things like that. And now it's just like, there's no way. Exactly. Well, yeah, things like that. Like she said a couple weeks ago, maybe would have been in their Triangle Sadness, maybe things like Armageddon Time. Oh, the sun. yeah. The, the Sun. sun yeah, yeah. Because it could have been like writing, picture, actor for Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. Laura Dern, like all this and then stuff. We got, but, and then we got reviews for some of these things and we were like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's been poorly received. White Noise is another one. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom back, Adam Driver, all this stuff. But it seems... I wouldn't have put money on that in the first place from the trailer alone, let alone any reviews. Right, yeah. It does seem quite uh, weird off the wall. Yeah. So I don't think it'll quite match. But yeah, Amsterdam was another one that... Oh, yeah. David a Russell, big cast. But yeah, definitely not going to get anything at the thing. Empire Light would have been a big one. Bardo. Bardo, yeah. I was definitely too. thinking about Bardo. Um. But yeah, so it would have been a different draft for sure had we done it a few months earlier. But yeah, I think this one, um, since we have done the reception for a lot of these films, I think, yeah, this time all our films are going to be represented with nominations. I think all of them are going to get like probably three to four nominations each minimum. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, a lot of wins. So we'll see uh, how it fares to last yeah. year. I think I had 40 points total or something like that ridiculous because dude i had like 15 through with all the like, nominations and all the wins fucking dude um, so yeah we'll see if um we can Dibs both on get... dude part two <laughs> no that'll be me that one will be one i have to claim because i can't root against it but yeah the the numbers this time i think both of us will be closer together but also will be much higher like we'll both probably be around 25 points to the 40 points i don't think it's gonna yeah. be a sweet black last time for sure Okay, so you go think ahead we'll, and list off yeah. our, our... Okay, so films. yeah. 
One last time, Ryan has Babylon, Women Talking, Top Gun Maverick, Tar, and Elvis. And I have The Fablemans, Avatar, The Way of Water, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Banshees of Anishirin, and The Whale. There we go. We will be updating you as time goes on, as we see these movies as they come out and as more award shows happen, like the BAFTAs and the Golden Globes and things like that, and letting you know where we each stand and how confident we are. And you can go ahead and support whichever team you want to support. Team Dylan, of course, is the best. You just you go out there, comment on our things, like our episodes, stay tuned. Email us with, you know, who do you think is going to be win? Why do you think we're going to win? Maybe we'll shout out some comments. Do what you got to do, man. I mean, I think I'm going to win. Sorry, Ryan. I'm much more confident than before we did the draft. I mean, that's what you said last year. You said, I feel good. I'm confident. I'm going to win. I say that every time we do a draft. You do do it. Yeah. (laughs) But do you feel it this time? You feel like this time I really feel it. Okay. The box office drop was a lie because you had Avatar, but this time I really feel it. Again, you act like that wasn't your choice to give me Avatar. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't take the Batman, but I really wanted the Batman, but we'll see. You never know. Again, yeah. Black Panther could come in clutch. And also, Puss in Boots. Come on. No, Puss in Boots, I think will. I think Puss in Boots is going to slide off in the same way that Lightyear slid off. No, I can't. Could you imagine both my animation picks? Just yeah, plus Black Adam, bro. I don't know, man. I'm actually feeling more confident about the box office draft now than when we first made it. Nah, granted, you didn't granted the, changes have been made since then, but still, you didn't see the Avatar sneak peek. My man's doing it again. I'm calling two Billy. I'm calling all right. Well, in that case, I'm calling the Oscar draft. Wow, here we go. Wow, yeah, I think it'll go. be close. I think it will be close, but I think. Honestly, instead of the Fablemans, I think you're saying like that'll be the decider. I think everything ever all at once could be the decider. Again, I have that too. <laughs> I well, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> you initially we were talking about it like yeah, Fablemans it'll be a big get for whoever my picks it, my dream cool. my dream Oscar scenario is that everything ever all at once sweeps everything. Yeah, that'd be super cool. That that would be super cool. Best actress, best supporting actor, writing, directing, picture, uh, editing. Maybe even cinematography. I mean, it would just be, it would be a powerhouse if it did that. That'd be amazing. I would absolutely love it. I would probably cry. I would probably be screaming to the heavens my my gratitude. There's no way it would happen. It'd be very cool. No, but it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is all the time we have. If you'd like to give your thoughts on the show, you can email us at theboxofficeshowpod at gmail.com. Our main title theme for the show is Sundown by Joseph McDade. If you like the show, please give us five stars on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And be sure to tune in next week. Have a great rest of your day. Go Team Dylan. Go Ryan. Fuck Ryan.